0: This is Demetrius Hunter, and you're listening to I Am Justice, where we discuss Christianity and our God-given mandate to do justice. Stand up for righteousness! matter the way all lives matter but unfortunately in america you gotta say black lives matter because when you say all lives matter oftentimes you don't get to the black lives what's it all for right i mean are we ever going to find justice here all the civil rights movement all the black power movement everything that's come before you're that vulnerable to a lynch mob of police and they're going to get away scot-free. free what is freedom black power black power what is your nationality? Aren't you colored children? Aren't you Negro boys and girls? Aren't you... We believe that uh, that the development of black people depends on their first unifying. And it also depends on them being able to put aside our petty differences, our petty sovereignties. Transcend those kind of petty concerns To reach a, a stronger kind of unity You know it's hard to be black In a world controlled by white folks Du Bois said we always have the double consciousness We're trying to be black And meanwhile you got a white ghost Hovering over your head that says If you don't do this you'll get killed If you don't do this you won't get no money If you don't do this nobody will think you're beautiful If you don't do this nobody will think you're smart That's the ghost. You're trying to be black and the ghost is telling you to be a ghost. Black is beautiful. Don't you see? Hey, everybody. It's your host, Demetrius Hunter, back again with another episode of I Am Justice. And I wanted to play... Uh, that interlude, that's actually an interlude from an artist, uh, called Tall Black Guy. And it came, uh, off, uh, one of his, uh, latest albums called Restless As We Are. Uh, the name of that is, uh, called It's Hard to Be Black Elude. It's like an interlude. It's not that long. Uh, but I wanted to play that because I put up a post, uh, on the I Am Justice Facebook page. And the post says, uh, there are many people of varying ethnicities. Who feel the need to comment on the happenings of black people in America. And I, I posed a question, uh, for those who, uh, feel so prompted to make statements, uh, about, you know, black identity. I says, the collective identity of a culture can be found in its beliefs, art, literature, and oral traditions. Based on that, what does the beliefs, art, literature, and oral traditions of black people tell you about black culture and experience in america and i also added that who's ever reading that and and, and is attempting to answer that question that they should think very hard about their answer and i wanted to put that post up because number one uh this this is the week uh that the verdict came down uh in Derek chauvin case uh who was Uh, convicted or found guilty of murdering George Floyd. Uh, But not only is this the week uh, that he was, that Derek Chauvin was found guilty of murdering George, George Floyd. It's also um, a week where we saw several other uh, new police uh, killings. Um, Lots of commentary going on about uh, some of those, uh, officer-involved shootings and deaths, um, but there were about three more uh, other police-involved shootings. Uh, so in in my processing all of this stuff, I, I think about those who say that they, or those who, who make commentary about what's going on with black people, uh, those who make commentary about what's going on with race and justice issue, and I'm talking about uh, specifically uh, people who hold themselves up as someone who is knowledgeable, uh, but what bothers me is uh, the ignorance that I see in a lot of the comments. And that interlude right there is just a small sampling of what you can get when you listen to black art. Our art as a people, it 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 re- reflects what we feel the things that we go through. It reflects our consummate fight for justice. That's been going on since we've been here it, since the inception of America. And since the enslavement of Africans, we've always had art or traditions, whether that's that's gospel blues jazz, you name it. Our art has been a reflection of our culture And this is just one of the one of the areas. And and when you listen to our artists, you hear the heartbeat. You hear the pulse of a people who have been and will continue to be fighting for their freedom. Um, (laughs) I said I said something to somebody one time I was up in church and uh, I was I was talking to this particular person. And you know, I think I might have been saying something about um protests and just America and, and um how people feel about America and I'm like, you know, the black people are, are fighting for freedom and this particular person, you know, said it rather quickly, we're already free. And I and and from that answer, uh, I will allow you to draw your own conclusions about uh what ethnicity or race, whatever you want to call it, because I'm not Trying to get caught up in this, this semantic argument about race versus ethnicity. I think that's stupid. Uh, because when you get down to it, everybody knows, uh, what we're talking about. Even, even in the argument about race and ethnicity, black people wasn't even the ones that made up race. Race is something that was made up to uphold white supremacist beliefs in America. It, that isn't even our baby. So to, to kind of spin, a semantic argument about race versus ethnicity to to then say that there is no biblical precedent to talk about race is is kind of crazy to me, but I say all that to say, when you look at the black experience, when you think about uh, stuff that black people have been through, our art reflects uh, that that spirit that's within us as a people. Most of the time, if people don't know black culture and I mean true black culture. Because our black culture is not represented by what you see in the popularized uh, media of today. I'll just put it to you like this. Uh, our art and black culture isn't necessarily encapsulated in what you see on the reward show or on the award shows. That, that's a smidgen of black culture and black art and unfortunately that's the part that they allow to become mainstream because when you get to the bottom line lots of black art um that talks about uh freedom struggles and fight for justice won't get those accolades because for mainstream america that stuff is too radical and if you dig deep enough you can find that so my my feelings when it comes to addressing you know black culture and what what we're doing because some people they look at what we're we're, you know the the events that happened this week Um, some people are upset that Derek Chauvin was convicted and found guilty Um, some people are upset that there are still uh, riots in the streets I also put up another post about what I think about rioting I am anti-violent but at the same time you, you can't uh, as martin luther king said you you can't wag your finger at people who riot if you don't wag that same finger at people who perpetrate state violence uh in the name of of keeping the peace or in the name of interests that don't benefit everybody so i'm i'm not a proponent of rioting uh never have never will be but i'm not a proponent of any kind of violence even state uh sanctioned vi- violence especially when it's unwarranted and and like I said previously, I'm not against law enforcement. I believe in, in law enforcement. I think we need good police uh, in the street because uh, we people people live in sin. And when you have sin, you have crimes that's committed. So many people may look at some of my commentary and think that I'm like against the police or, or something like that. And that could be further from the truth. There have been many times I've been on my job. Uh, where I've worked hand in hand with law enforcement, uh, to deal with child abuse or neglect. And, um, you know, they, they, they were needed, um, at the time. So I'm not, I don't believe in defunding the police. I think the police need to be reformed. Um, but I, I don't, I'm not one of those who champion the slogan, defund the police. Uh, cause police is, is needed for all communities. Uh, cause I done seen the worst in all communities. Uh, So I don't want people to think that. But at the same time, I will uphold the idea and the fight about what it means to be black in America. I will uphold the idea and the fight of what it means to fight for justice in America. And I'm not in this to fight for justice alone. Uh, Black art tells you one thing about our quest uh, for freedom. And our quest, uh, to fight against oppression. But at the same time, when you look at our history, uh, we've always been welcome, uh, to help from people who have called themselves allies. So not only have black people died for the cause of freedom, there have been white people who've aligned with the cause of freedom and because of uh, uh, hatred and racism, even, even those people, uh, were killed, uh, trying to stand up against oppression. If you know your history good enough, um, you, you could see those things clearly. My goal isn't to, some people would think, yo, you're talking about race. So that's, that just automatically make you divisive. But that's not my goal. My goal with I Am Justice and, uh, other endeavors that, you know, I'm putting my hand to is to be, One of those who God uses to shine a light in a sinful and dark area of American society. My goal is to call people to repent and believe the gospel and calling people to repent and believe the gospel. Yo, we need to talk about what the sin is. We need to talk about what the sin is. And the sin is a lack of love for your brother or sister who's made in the image and likeness of God. So I want everybody to know. I don't I don't you know, maybe you didn't even ask this and I'm just putting this out there because I think I I need to communicate some things clearly, um, especially because this week been a heavy week. I've been along with some of the news and I don't I don't watch everything that come on as far as social media is concerned, because at some point, y'all, you got to take a break. At some point, you got to pull up. At some point, you got to stop watching the videos. At some point, you got to tell yourself not to click on it. So I don't be watching all those videos because I can only take so much of people dying on Facebook or or so many people dying on news clips. And I wish the media would stop playing that stuff over and over again. The stuff is traumatizing. And the, and, and what we see in our country is is we, we see the results of like mass trauma over and over again. This stuff almost like an experiment. But I've been all week, um, not only with what's been going on in the news, I also talk about this stuff. On my job because I, I'm, I work in the field, uh, professional civil rights field. So this is, this is what I do. I'm deeply, uh, involved in these waters. And this is something that I talk about issues of race and justice. And I think that is something that needs to be addressed. Uh, and I welcome anyone who wants to be an ally, anyone who, who wants to join hands and take down some of these oppressive systems. And and, and I, I fight against systemic racism and I believe in systemic racism because people are sinful. Therefore, when people work in systems, those systems can carry out sinful or, or, or engender sinful outcomes and to be specific. I'm talking about outcomes that are different for African-Americans as opposed to other people involved in the same systems. And that's kind of like what systemic racism is in a nutshell. Whoever is listening to this, um, whoever has some kind of idea, a notion about fighting for what's right or, or fighting for justice um, with, with the content that I'm putting out. Uh, I just want you to have an open uh, open uh, mind to some of the stuff that I need to share, especially with that post. And especially with one of the pieces of black art um, that I played at the beginning of the show, uh, because if you truly don't know black culture, if you truly don't know black experience, it's a worthy cause to try to learn the group of people that you're talking about. I'm a Christian, so we do missions work and then missions work. We talk about people learning the culture, learning the customs, learning the traditions of the places that they're going to preach Christ. And I don't, I don't, You know, I don't believe in kind of like a a colonized form of missionary work because I think the the gospel is contextual. So the gospel doesn't if I'm preaching the gospel, I don't have to conform you to my culture. The gospel shapes and adapts to whatever culture that it's in. The message stays the same. And I'm not preaching another gospel that says you change the message. What I'm saying is the culture changes and adapts as the gospel is embedded into the culture and everybody's culture is different. So what what I see as far as what my gospel need is and, and, and the imperatives that God has given me to preach the gospel to my people may be different than what you believe your gospel imperatives is or, or what you think that God has provided you to preach the gospel to your people. And all I'm asking for is some latitude. I'm asking for some latitude. I'm asking for some humility, because if if I ask you about what does your knowledge of art, literature, beliefs, or oral traditions of black culture tell you about the black experience. And you know, if the first thing you go to is some of that stuff that we see that's, that's popularized by mainstream media, I automatically know that you don't know a whole lot because we got a much richer, uh, historical, uh, uh trove to examine and learn from when it comes to what's going on with black people. And, and the stuff that you hear today, especially the protests, we've been protesting since we've been here. And many of these protests, these people ain't just been uh, uh, leftist radicals. Y'all, it's been black Christians. It's been white Christians that have led in movements for freedom against oppression in America. This has been biblical. Biblical. This has been gospel driven. This has been driven by the love of your brother or sister. That's what these movements is about. I've said it before, and I'll continue to say it. The, the fight for justice doesn't belong to the people on the left. It don't belong to the liberal. The fight for justice belongs to God because justice is one of his characteristics. And as a Christian, that's why I champion ideas about justice. This is why I do what I do. Because I believe that there is still a latitude for me as a believer in Jesus Christ and preacher of the gospel to highlight issues in society and shine a, a, a lens of what God would say to those issues. Some people don't necessarily agree with that. And that's all right. What I'm looking for is for those of you that are interested, for those of you that are willing for those of you who have questions about race and justice in America, I'm looking for you to join up with me. I'm looking for you to to join the fight for a cause that's righteous. So I got some things in development and I think it's 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 plain. I think I, I need to make some stuff plain because it's like my my overall goal is to talk about justice and deal with justice issues. And there are certain tools that you need to address that. And I think that Christians can be equipped to do this well. Christians can be equipped to do this in unity. I think that the call of Christ bonds us enough to where we can be unified and fight for justice together. And that's where I was going with the the previous episode that I put up. So this is a time where there's a, a lot of lamentation uh going on a lot of lamenting going on and also some slivers of hope and joy uh, because there was a guilty uh verdict pronounced uh in a Derek Chauvin case but the fight is far from over I really don't expect the government to to do anything to forward uh issues of justice with any real gravity uh, because we have to make the government do what should be done as people And a coalition of Christians together, uh, we could be a part of that driving force that pushes America to live up to the ideals. And I know the Constitution is fraught with problems. I got a Constitution, a copy of the Constitution right here on my desk, a little booklet. I've read it several times. I know it's fraught with problems, but I think what is good in there. A coalition of justice uh, driven, equality minded Christians can be a part of the process of pushing our government to what it needs to be because our government is broken. Our society is broken and we need brothers and sisters who love the Lord to stand together and bridge the gap, preaching the gospel and fighting for justice because What's good for us is good for everybody. It's just like God told the Israelites when they had been exiled uh, from Israel and they were in Babylon. He told them to, to seek the good of the land they were in, because in in their in their in this welfare they would find their welfare. So in in their in in them seeking to do good in the cities they were in. They would also find good for themselves. We exiles, y'all Christians. And I'm not just talking about black people, all Christians. We exiles in a foreign land. But, you know, while we occupy until our Lord comes, we can seek good for while we're here. So I just wanted to drop a few things on y'all uh kind of, you know, delving into that last post and really uh challenge and I wanted to lay that out there as a challenge because if you think you know about black America you can and you can sub many you can sub many groups uh into that sentence um as far as the culture and experience in America. If you think you know something about uh black people in America, then you need to understand some basic tenets. Sit and learn and don't just be a judge. And last thing I'm going to say about this is the stance that I take fighting for justice dealing with justice issues many people believe that when you fight for these things and you raise race and you talk about oppression and injustice that you're being a victim when I look at the annals of history when I look at the men and women who've come before us who have fought got beat, bit by dogs killed, lynched pepper spray shot with rubber bullets i don't see victims victims don't stand up and fight for themselves so i would like for people before you just start talking about the politics of victimhood analyze your words carefully because i don't see victims on the pages of history I see people who, who, who said and swore that they would fight until they had victory. That's a far cry from a victim. So we ain't raising no victims here. I didn't get saved to be a victim. Christ-likeness don't make me a victim. We don't disciple victims. We disciple people who stand on the shoulders of Christ, who believe in the power of a sovereign God and the working of the Spirit to make changes in the hearts of people that ultimately leads to changes in society. That's what I see. So if you got any questions, please hit me up. I can be reached at imjustice.church at gmail.com. Or you can hit me up on my Facebook page. Um, and I think I got a link or I'll put a link uh, on the podcast episode. Or if you see this on Facebook, hit me up. You know, I would love to, to chat and chop it up. Um, I got a lot of good things coming down the pipe You know, I've been busy uh kind of cooking, cooking in the kitchen, uh, as they would say. Uh so look out for me. And uh if you want to talk, I love it, I love to chat, and uh keep 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 up the good fight. Peace out.